Welcome back to Twim CP, to whom it may concern podcast, a podcast for anyone and everyone who finds us in their mailbox. It's your girl Tatenda, and we're back with another episode. And this time around, I have a guest. I'm not gonna tell you who it is yet, but I have a guest. And yeah, so today's um, episode is titled Obedience is Better Than Sacrifice, and I have a rabbi. A rabbi. <laughs> I should grab him over here. Rabbi is rabbi. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Forgive me. But I have a rabbi. A rabbi. To teach on this. Because she's always, always, always sharing on it. Like, if you have her number, you testify that this and this girl. That's all she ever posts about. I'm sure some people even muted her small. But guys, I have my older sister, Ropa, in the building. <laughs> Welcome, Ropa. Rubber, rubber. <laughs> that name's gonna stick. Um, I hope not. Uh, but thank you. Uh, it's good to be back. Second time now. Season two. We're getting hot. We're going higher and higher and higher and higher. So I think I should just put in my diary that every single season I will be visiting To Whom It May Concern podcast. So I will be talking to you guys every season um, up until Jesus comes back. So I hope you guys uh, look forward to it every time. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you. As for the title, um, that's all I have to say. But thank you. It's good to be back. Sometimes you say, mm, guys, if you see the notebook, if you see the notebook and you open the pages, <laughs> you'll just be like, this one. But you know what? Uh, this episode, I might not talk as much. Just a heads up, because you know what? I'm here to learn. I am here to learn because my good sis has a lot of wisdom to share concerning this topic of obedience. And you know, I was talking about humanity in the other episodes, and one of the keys. One thing to remember or one thing to always help you in terms of humanity is understanding that you don't always have knowledge in every topic or in every area. So that's why I called her. I thought I would just done to myself and told you guys some lukewarm stuff. But I was like, nah, I'll have you guys get the hot stuff. The hot, hot chutney. Hot chutney. <laughs> so I have her here to teach you guys about it. That way I'll also be learning. And yeah, man, Rupa, take it away, my good sis. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So obviously we have to do the deep um, explanation of what obedience is. So obedience essentially is following the rules, following instructions, following the guidance, the commandments, the laws that have um, been set for you. And uh, I believe uh, the title that we have for today, Obedience is Better Than Sacrifice, it is something that we so love to quote, but I don't think we fully understand. But um, the backstory of that is that King Saul had been instructed by God to go fight the Amalekites, the Amalekites, and destroy everything and kill the king of Amalek. But then as he went there, he saw that uh, everything was good. Uh, the cows, the sheep, what, whatever they had in the land was good. And he kept the good stuff for himself. And uh, after he had kept that stuff, he decided, oh, hey, let me sacrifice to God. Let, him, let me offer him a sacrifice, of which God was not pleased with that sacrifice because the instruction was, 
to destroy everything. Mm. And he didn't do that, which goes to show that disobedience can even come as half obedience. Mm. Okay. Half obedience okay. is disobedience. Oh, so you can't say I have done part of this, but I haven't done this because at the end of the day, God will regard it as disobedience. Mm. And this was the case with um, Saul to the point where prophet Samuel was like, God is not pleased with sacrifice. He's not pleased with all these things that you had to do. All he wanted for you to do was to obey. And sometimes we go through so much. We go through, we jump through hurdles. We jump through hoops and what not doing things to please God. Whereas the only thing that he wants from us is to obey him. So he could give you one instruction and say, do this. And you could do 10,000 other things that he told you not to do, that he didn't ask you to do, and they'll count for nothing because all that he wants from you is for you to obey that one thing he told you to do. Hmm. No, that's, that's actually very deep. Most of this other podcast I was listening to, and one of the guys said, um, <clears throat> he's actually called to be an evangelist, and he said he does his calling. And he also has worship mass, but he says if ever in his life he decides to leave his call of being an evangelist and just be a worship night person, yes, um, miracles and stuff would happen and the presence of the Lord would be felt there. But the fact that he's not walking in, who he's, in what he's meant to be walking in, that's obedience and God is not going to take it. Yes, there's miracles, but it's not what God wants. And I feel like sometimes we get, we get carried away when we see things happening. You know, we get carried away when we see things happening. You see, uh, King Saul probably thought, oh, this is amazing. Look at these fat cows. You know, it looks good. It looks like a good idea. In your head, you're like, oh, wow. You know, in my country, we don't have these kind of cows. And I'm sure if I give this to God, he'll be gassed. Where's God? He's like, no, I'm not gassed. Listen to me. And you know what? Obedience is, it's hard. It's, it's one of those things that I just, very hectic. And you know, it's one of those things that I just hectic. And I remember, I think, a while ago, I even took a screenshot of my phone and I was just going through my pictures. There's a post that you made that mentioned that God is a God of principle, you know, and that God honors obedience more than anything. And you're just talking about how sometimes we pray to God and spend ridiculous hours in the place of prayer and we're like, God, I'm serving in your house. God, I'm doing this. I'm giving. I'm, I'm loving. I'm being kind. I'm honoring you. But why are you doing this? And you and you say one thing we need to understand is God set principles. Yeah. And you will not break those principles if you don't, you know, follow them. Yes. Um. So basically, if we, I feel like most of these principles you'd find them in the book of Proverbs, and it tells you that if you do something, then you can expect such a result. And that is the thing with God. I know like usually people use this example mostly when it comes to finances. Because what you see is Christians tend to be not as rich as non-believers. And one of the reasons for that is because of principle. Mm. I remember I was reading Proverbs. I forgot what verse it was. But then it said that he who refreshes others shall be refreshed and he who gives generously shall also receive so that's a principle and with god what happens is when it comes to principles anyone can get a reward for that Mm, because it's a system that has been set 
that anyone can receive because they have followed this principle. Okay. So that comes with that. There are those principles. But then there, there comes a time where there are commandments that are strict okay. that you receive. Like, Rumbi, I'm going to need you not to do this in order to get this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so you have the commandments that we have in the Bible and those are for everyone. Yes. But then you can also get personal commandments that you have to follow. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm hearing it, I'm hearing it, I'm hearing it. Because I feel like we want to focus on the commandments but forget that God speaks to us as individuals. Yeah, because that's why we have the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> the Holy Spirit is our teacher and he guides us. So I could, you might find out that there's someone who's able to do certain things and I am not able to. And even though they might not receive any punishment for it, but if I do it, I'll receive punishment for it because I have the obligation to obey that mm-hmm. because God has specifically instructed me okay. to obey. Hey, guys, this, this obedience stuff. No, it, go, it, 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 it <laughs> goes, it is wide. It is very wide because... Also considering our culture, like the way life is right now, it is difficult because there are things that the world will say, ah, this is okay. This is okay. This is okay. But the truth of the matter is we'll always have to come back to the Bible. What does God say? Mm. Are you going to go with the flow of the world or are you going to follow God? Mm. And you have to know that if you're going to follow God and obey God, it comes with a risk. It does. It comes with a risk, but the risk is worth it because God honors obedience so much that there are blessings that are attached to obedience. Mm, mm, mm. Obedience is opens gates for, uh, for, for, for blessings. I'm reminded of Abraham. Abraham was told that uh, in Genesis 12, he was instructed to leave his family. Yeah. And he left his family. And uh, before he actually left the family, there was there was a condition to to him obeying. God said, "Leave your family, move away from your fathers, and I will bless you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you." So wherever God requires us to obey, you can be guaranteed that there's going to be a blessing there. Yes. But then sometimes thing is, we don't want to obey because God has not told us what the blessing is. Mm-hmm. We only want to obey when there has been something, when there's like a bait. Mm-hmm. Whereas sometimes we just have to obey because we have to obey mm-hmm. and he is God. Mm-hmm. Even without the bait, we have to obey because he is God. Mm-hmm. And it is about time that we come to that, that so that realization that we don't just obey because God promised us something. We obey because we love God. Mm-hmm. And we know that even if there's nothing to it, we know that he is worth it. Mm-hmm. And that's the realization that we have to come to. No, because obedience is loving God. Obeying him is loving him. Exactly. Oh, and you know, earlier you mentioned uh, half, half, obedience mm. you know and i feel like nowadays christians we've just kind of gotten used to like okay let me just obey these commandments and let me just not steal let me not lie let me not do this you know 
but yet we do all the other things. Mm. And then we are comfortable then saying, no, but I obey God. But then we're not obeying Him fully. Yeah. You know, we're in a place where we want to obey, where we obey God, but then, in fact, I don't, there's this um, podcast I was listening to, and it said, right now, what we're doing as Christians is we're trying to find a way to put disobedience into obedience with God. So God will say, I don't want this. And we're going to find a way that where we can glamorize that thing. Yeah. That way we can just somehow put it in our walks with God. But we need to get to a place where we realize that, listen, if you're going to obey God, do it properly. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite statement, my favorite statement, if you're going to do, if you're going to be a Christian, do it properly. And I feel like people like, people like the glamorous stuff. People like the prayer. People want to be told, oh, wow, you, you're a prayer warrior. You know, oh, you're a prayer warrior. Oh, you're such a good teacher. Oh my gosh, you prophesy so well. But no one, but I feel like we get so caught up in the compliments and you know the light of the of um, of the prophesying and, and and the shut is that we forget that there's more to our walks with Christ than just spending twelve hours in the place of prayer. Definitely, because we can spend twelve hours in the place of prayer and God will give us an instruction and we not listen to it and it'll waste the whole twelve hours. Definitely, and it just it scares me. You know, it, it it scares me. Yeah. It it's scary. You know, like our earthly parents. It's so fun how you said we want to, to obey God when we're in this bait. <clears throat> Yet our earthly parents will tell you don't do it, and we listen to them. Bait or no bait, we listen to them why because they've understood that they know what's best for us, and also because they've understood that they watch over us. But yet when it comes to God, we just kind of want to go with this whole oh He's a merciful God. So because He's a merciful God, let us give Him half. Sacrifice without understanding that even so, as merciful as he was, look what happened to Saul. No, definitely, because in as much as he is merciful, there will still be consequences. Mm. And that's the thing, like you mentioned, how we want to do God and then want to do half world, and that is the place where obedience becomes difficult because we have not yet set our minds on what it is that we want we're not sure whether we want god or the world Mm. but the truth is we can't have both so that's what makes obedience difficult Mm. because you're still deciding do i want god or do i want the world and unless we come to a point where we say it's god or nothing then it won't be that difficult Mm. unless we come to a point where I am fully for God and nothing else. Obedience will always be difficult. It will always be difficult. And especially if we're in a place where we're just obeying because we want something. Mm. Mm. So we have to get to a point where... That's how I was saying that... (laughs) That's how I was saying that... (laughs) The shona is creeping in. <laughs> but that's why I was saying that obedience is evidence of our love for God. Mm. It should be. Jesus says that if you love me, you obey my commandments. Mm, okay. So he didn't say, if you want <coughs> blessings from me, you obey my commandments. <laughs> he didn't say, if you want me to bless you, you obey my commandments. He said, mm-hmm. if you love me. Mm. So the first and foremost thing in obedience, it has to be love. 
You can't obey someone you do not love. That's very true. You cannot obey someone that you do not fear because our love for God is fear of Him. Not fear whereas we're scared or anything, but fear where we honor Him so highly that we don't want to do anything to disappoint Him. Yes. And that's the place that we have to get to where we're like, God, I never ever want to disappoint you in anything when it comes to my life. Mm-hmm. And when we get to that point, that's when obedience come, comes so easily because you understand that if I do something wrong, I don't want to hurt him, basically. Mm-hmm. I do not want to hurt him. You have, bas- We've been reading Daniel. You have to get to a point where you're like, Shadrach, Abednego, and Meshach. Yes. I, I, Why did you say that I like know. that? <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You have to get to a point where you say, I, I am not going to bow down to anything else. Mm. I am not going to obey any other law but the law of my God. And even if it means dying. And obedience means we're going to have to die. I know people, like, usually you think it's a physical death, but then obedience to God means you're dying daily to your flesh. So when it comes to obeying God, you have, it's a daily death. You are dying to your flesh. You are dying to the desires of your heart, of your mind. You are dying to your own will. That's obedience to God. It's death. It is, and it's a painful process. It is death. It is you saying, God, I would want to do this right now. I want to go out and drink and shake bum. But <laughs> I don't exactly. <laughs> but because I love you so much, I'm not going to. Mm. And it will be painful. It is. it is you saying, God, I would love to be on Instagram right now. But you are convicting me. Your Holy Spirit is convicting me. And I love you more than I love Instagram. Mm. Because sometimes I think it's doing those things. Like going out, drinking, smoking, uh, sniffing cocaine, whatever. But then sometimes it's just you putting your phone aside to spend time in His presence. That's obedience. Mm. So obedience comes when we have placed God above everything else. When we have died to every desire that we have. And that's obedience. Yeah, you know, you're saying that. I just remember that there was this one time I wanted to sleep so bad. And the Holy Spirit said, wake up and pray. I said, hey, leave me alone. And you know what the Holy Spirit said? He said, okay, hey, rope up my heart in that moment. I did not wake up in that moment. Because I was like, hey, God, I really, I'm so tired. And for real, I really was tired. And I think it was even raining. You know when it rains, the sleep is doing the sleeping things. And the Holy Spirit said, wake up and pray. I was like, hey, God, I really don't want to. He said, okay, cool. And then I woke up. I was like, okay, never mind. Like, I couldn't... My sleep just left me. The moment he said, okay, cool, my sleep just left me. I said, ah, okay, I'm sorry, God, forgive me. I'm going to obey you. And I got... And when I started praying, you know, I, he spoke to me about so many things that I feel like I would have never heard had I not listened. Yeah. You know, I feel like we take things lightly. We're just like, you know what? One thing I've understood is that there's certain graces that are available in certain instructions. Mm, and... Mm. You can't, we can't decide, I'll listen tomorrow. Yeah. Because tomorrow, the grace won't be there. The grace is here and now. And I'm, and sometimes I think how many times, I mean, 
<laughs> I'm laughing, but it's sad. You know how many things I missed out on because I cared so much for sleep when God was telling me, wake up and do this. Or how God said, okay, I want you to pray over this. And you're like, huh? You know, sometimes God gives you a person and you're like, what am I supposed to pray for this person for? Imagine that person could be going through something and my prayer couldn't help it. But because I did not obey, that person suffered. No, definitely. Like obedience will call us to go against everything that we know, Mm. like in our own human knowledge, in our own human understanding. I know this morning I was just like, there's this person (laughs) whose name I will not mention that... That I had told myself I would not communicate with Mm. until something happens. I don't know what that something was going to be. But then I told myself that I am not going to go to that person. I'm not going to start the conversation with that person. But then what does the Holy Spirit say? He says, do it. Mm. He says, do it. And now, thing is, I might not know why he said I should do it, but then I did it anyway. Mm. Whether there was a blessing to it, I don't know. Whether there was a reward to it, I don't know. But I obeyed because, you know, the time that you start disregarding the instructions of the Holy Spirit, he might not come back. Ooh, yes. Yes, that is, and it's a sad case when you ever come back. He might not come back or instruct you on anything else ever again. Mm. And it's because you slowly, as you slowly disobey him, slowly, one after the other, one after the other, do not think that he's just like annoyed. Mm. You grieve him. And until we get to a point where we realize that disobedience is grieving the Holy Spirit, then we can't grow. Mm. Because the Holy Spirit is a person. Mm, he, is. he has emotions like you do. Mm. He has a mind. He has He's a person, mm. basically. Think about it, Ruby. If I know you always have this issue with one of our sisters. <laughs> one of the sisters. Where you constantly tell them something, mm. but then they don't listen. And then you just end up giving up. Yes. But then you give up because you're annoyed. Mm. The Holy Spirit is grieved. Yes. No way you get to a point where like, I can't keep on putting myself through this pain. <laughs> I just need mercy, Lord. That's what happens when we disobey. We grieve the Holy Spirit. So part of just leaving us alone. Cause I'd rather leave you alone than hurt myself. Hey, gosh, that's this is a depressing topic. I, I mean, like <laughs> I, I'd actually rather let you be than than be grieved in my heart. Hmm, that is that's true. Cause imagine me, just a normal person. I I'll tell you one small thing, and I'm just like, alright, cool. Let me. I can't come kill myself. Hmm. The Holy Spirit can come kill himself either. So we have to get to a point where we realize that it's more than just disobedience. Mm. And the thing with disobedience 
it has a reward. Everything has a reward. Mm. Like, is it Galatians that says to every you reap what you sow? Yes. So when you when you sow disobedience, expect expect a reward. When you sow obedience, expect a reward. But then, thing is, with disobedience, what happens is you may you might not necessarily be the one to reap the harvest of your disobedience. So now you have to consider not only yourself, but those around you as well. Mm. I mean, we have the example of uh, Pharaoh when he wouldn't let the people of God go. He wasn't the only one who suffered. Mm. All of the Egyptians suffered. Mm. We um, We have the story of Jonah. Oh, yes. When he was sent to go to Nineveh and yes. he went to Tashish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that one. It wasn't only him who suffered. Mm. So, even in our disobedience, do not think it is just you. There are people involved, mm. there are lives involved. I mean, Adam and Eve, it wasn't just them oh, who are in the goodness. state that we're in because of their disobedience. Mm. But then with Lot, I guess, Lot's wife, I guess she was, her generation <laughs> was lucky because it was her that had to suffer the disobedience. But the thing is, you never know what reward you are getting out of your mm-hmm. disobedience. So why rather not be safe than be sorry? But I feel like even with Lot's wife, you know, she turned to salt, but like now her kids end up raping their dad. I feel like they had a mother's guidance who would not have had the... Obedience also has its blessings. We have Noah. He was the only one to obey during that time. His family was saved. Abraham, he obeyed God. Not not only once. Mm. He was told to leave his family. He obeyed. He was told to sacrifice his son. Mm. He almost Mm. did it. So obedience basically has to come to a place where when we obey, we have to come to a place where nothing else matters. To a point where you're even willing to sacrifice your son. Ew, yes. I don't have one yet, but ew, yes. Imagine where you have to give up everything and say, I am willing to give up everything for God. Hmm. And that is obedience. I am willing to do anything for God. I am willing to to do whatever he, 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 he tells me to do as long as I follow him. And obey his instruction. It was like the like Jesus. He's the ultimate example of <clears throat> of obedience. He he died literally. Yes. He, he 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 died like literally. Even when it was difficult, that's when you see that obedience can be difficult. Yes, it can. It can be, but then when you understand that God's will is supreme, you are willing to do whatever. And that's the place we have to come to. Hmm, because the truth is, we can't call ourselves children of God if we don't listen to Him. 
Because now, excuse me, your earthly father, your earthly father needs you to listen to them. You know how many parents, you know, like, I, I'm so sorry to make this an example because it's so sensitive. You know, like, I'm a pad or like the homeless people, you know, how many yeah. of them whose parents just let them go? They're just like, you know what, I don't even want to share anymore. Because yeah. they've tried, they've tried, they've tried to work with their kids. They've tried to send them to rehab. The kids just won't be listening. And the parents go to the point where they're like, you know what, I don't even know, you don't even my child anymore. Mm. You know, and imagine if earthly parents require that much of you, is that more God? Mm. You know, and the, and the verse say, um, why call me Lord, Lord, if you don't do the things I tell you to do? Meaning that it's a requirement. In order for you mm. to even call him Lord, you need to be willing, hey, willing, willing, oh, willing, that's mm. Is that not okay? Yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. You be willing to willing, yes, that's the term. <laughs> I said willing, that's wheels. <laughs> you need to be willing to obey him. You need to be willing to do everything he tells you to do. It's a requirement. Yeah. So we call ourselves Christians, but eh, Jesus mercy on us because what's gonna happen is gonna say depart from me, I knew you not. Mm. Oh, mercy Lord. And I'm reminded of that verse that says, "As many as are led by the Spirit." They are called the sons of God. Hmm. Are you led by the Spirit? Yeah. You know, people what are half led. We are half led by the Spirit. You know, uh, this is a podcast I can share with you. That this guy says the level of your uh, conviction is a conviction. Yes. yes. The level of your conviction is dependent on your intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that got to me so much because I started looking at all the things I do wrong and how sometimes I'm so comfortable doing that. And I'm thinking, yes, which means I'm not intimate enough with the Holy Spirit to hear him mm. tell me that this is wrong. Yeah. Yo, so I'm led by this. I'm partially led by the Spirit, but the aim is to be fully led by the Spirit. Because when we're led by the Spirit, it means we're obeying his guidance. We're following. Like, basically, obedience is following. Mm. So when we're led by the Spirit, we are the sons of God. Because if we're not led by the Holy Spirit... You can't then claim to be a child of God mm. because those who are children of God have that mark of obedience to the Holy Spirit. Mm. So of the flesh. Hey. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Hey, mercy Lord. Basically. Hey. You know, it's, it's obedience levels. It's a lot. <laughs> you know, and obedience is. Oh my god, you know, it's, it's, it's so deep because we, we always want to associate it with things like, oh, no sex before marriage, mm. it's a tame, it's a tame. but it's, it's, it's deeper, you know, it's, it's, it's a simple thing, like, <laughs> I still don't know why, like, on a Sunday, where I was like, oh, I know what to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Ghost told me, gave me an outfit in my head, mm. me with my mind, I thought I was smart, I said, ah, this outfit is not cute, <laughs> I want to be a cute girl. I tried another outfit and it didn't work out. And then I ended up just saying, you know what, I'll just go to the outfit the Holy Ghost. And mm-hmm. Rupert's like, How? Oh, why did you just order from the beginning? That's a nice outfit. I'm like, hey, the Holy Spirit told me, but me, I thought I was smart. You know, I didn't understand. I don't, until now, I don't know why the Holy Spirit made me wear the outfit. But uh, maybe someday in the future, I will understand. Yeah. Because one thing my mom always says is that you need, like, your clothes are very important. Because maybe there's someone that God has given a message to that this girl that you see like this here and maybe like God says maybe that day God said see that girl was wearing the pants like this 
that girl right there is going to be your future wife. Just hypothetically speaking. Mm. <laughs> and imagine had I not worn those pants. Yeah. I would have missed my opportunity. You know, obviously not every sign of obedience is tied, is linked to a blessing, but it, it, it is. But then that's not why we obey. Yeah. But it is. You know, that's not why we obey, but it is. You know, and I'm just like, obedience is hard because sometimes the Lord tells you to do certain things you don't even like. Some of the hairstyles I'm doing, I'm thinking, those. <laughs> ah, you should, you should see her face. You don't want to know. <laughs> Some of the twists, guys, and they're just not even working. And I'm like, Holy Ghost, why would you make me do this? I still don't know, but there's something there, mm. you know. And I'm just like, now it's literally a debate between being a hot babe <laughs> and being a kingdom woman. Yeah. And being a kingdom woman is. <sighs> It's it's worth it, you know. It's it's a lot. It's it's a lot, but it's worth it. You know? It's always worth it. <laughs> I, I, you can get up and try. <laughs> now, definitely, obedience is always worth it. Like sometimes you might not see why or how it is worth it, but ultimately, because I feel like if God had to tell us every time that if you do this, then. I'll give you this if you do this, then there won't be any love in it. There won't be. It's just out of obligation. No, it's out of want. It's out of okay. I want this, so I'll do this. So I'll do it. There's no love there, and we just have to get to a place where we obey, not because of what God has to give. But because of who God is. Mm. My good sister here, guys, she cut her hair one day. Why <laughs> then you just there in the middle of the sister going I was like, and her hair was so long. In that moment we didn't know why she did it. It was like, why, why, why? But a few days ago she was just in the middle, she's like, not really. This is the real me. Yeah. You know, back then she didn't realize it took months for us to get to a place where she understood. Three months. She she understood the point of that obedient act. Three, four. Five, a couple months, four months. But four look months. at look at her now. Now she's operating, guys. Look at her. Bye bye, child. Yeah, I mean, like, you never know why God tells you to do some things. Hmm. Like some, it's not every time that you know in the moment that this is why God is asking you to do this. But then eventually He does tell us. But then sometimes He won't even tell us because it's not for us to know everything or understand everything mm-hmm. that he tells us to do sometimes our parents will tell us to do something and we're like why and then they're like i don't owe you any explanation and sometimes that's how it is with god mm-hmm. he doesn't owe us any explanation but then you can be guaranteed that whenever he tells us to obey it is for his perfect and good will god will never ask us to obey in such a way that would lead us to harm or death or anything of that sort well mm. unless for jesus but then he rose again <laughs> not sure but you know <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah what whenever but then even with jesus he obeyed he died but then when he woke up when he rose again he was glorified yes, he, was. he was glorified so it wasn't like death that was final it was death that was temporary mm. and with obedience even though it feels like we are dying, it's not permanent death. We are dying in that moment, but then who's to tell what is coming on the other side of that death? We need to get to a place where we're not narrow-sighted. Short-sighted. Short-sighted, narrow-sighted. Oh, of course. 
think this is rhyming. <laughs> oh, we're not short sighted. Yeah. And just, oh, you know. I mean, every time I want to do something that I know I should not be doing, I always say, ish, obedience means I'm loving God. <laughs> yeah. I have to constantly remind myself because I feel like sometimes we need to remind ourselves. You know, we need, it's not every time that we, we're supposed to always have our ears open to the Holy Ghost, but it's not mm-hmm. all the time that our ears are going to be open to the Holy Ghost. And that's just yeah. fact. So I feel like sometimes we need to just remind ourselves, you know, be like, all right, cool. God, I love God, so I'm not going to do this. Yeah, I love God, so I'm not gonna do this. I love oh, because it's 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 painful because like she said, can I be an Instagram baddie? <laughs> am I gonna be an Instagram baddie or am I going to be a soldier in yeah. the battlefield? You know, and it's a lot. It's pain, my dear. Choose obedience, guys. Yeah, you know. Obedience pays off. And we'll come back with more on this You know, on the thing. on the other side of obedience is God being happy with you. Mm. Outside of what he has to give you. It is knowing that God is pleased. And what would make you happier than knowing that God is happy with you and pleased with your commitment to following his instructions? Mm. My faith will say that. Yeah. And I feel like we need to get to that point where it's like as long as God is pleased, I am happy. Definitely. Because when God is pleased, then you have the strength to go on. You have the strength to push on, even when it feels like there's nothing to be celebrating. But because God is happy, you have your strength to continue pressing on. Mm, continue pressing on. You know, the amount of times you have come or Zandi has come and said, Mimi, God is God is proud of you. Yo, I'll just get strength immediately. Yeah. <laughs> because sometimes you're just not like you're just over it. But when you know that the Lord is happy, it should be the end. But in order for us to get to a place where we want God to be happy, we need to love Him. Mm. We need to put Him above everything. Because unless He's above everything, you won't care whether He's happy or not. Yeah. When we still low-key want what we want and we have not yet fully been consumed like the bush, we're on fire but we're not consumed, then we always won't really care as much whether God is happy with us or not. God help us get to a place where it's Him above everything. You know, our aim, our goal is to just please Him and make Him happy. And you know, we have so many stories that we might have to do this topic again in a couple years. (laughs) In a couple years. With more insights <laughs> and wisdom from the Holy Ghost. And testimonies, you know. And testimonies, you know. Yeah, I'm still waiting. Maybe. You know this girl gave me a prophetic word. <laughs> and I had to leave my job. But anyway, that's a story for another day. We shall come with the testimonies <laughs> in the future. <laughs> for now, let us just focus on the, the practice, I'm still waiting. The <laughs> it's still the theory. We'll come with the practice. I'm later. still waiting. We'll come with the practice later. But um, God help us. You know, let us get to a place where we understand that unless we are obeying Him, we're not even His children. Yeah. Unless we are walking in who He wants us, in the way He wants us to walk, we're not His children. You know, and uh, James, James tells that. Um, being only hearers of the word, not doers of the word, means that you're deceiving yourselves. Mm. So now we know what God wants, 
but then we don't care. We're just deceiving ourselves. Oh, mercy Lord. Mercy Lord. Yeah. You know the amount of times we, we want to sugarcoat the Bible to suit us. Knowing fully well that God says, don't do this. Or do this particular thing. But we want to be like, oh no. And that but reminds me of something that I actually mm-hmm. saw. Um, let me just read it for you. It says, um, spiritual growth is theology influencing our thoughts and actions. When what we are learning is not influencing our thoughts and actions, we are not growing. We must learn to put the word of God to work in our lives. So it goes beyond us just saying, oh, I went to church today. Oh, I read the Bible today. Oh, I prayed today. Mm. But then it has to get to a point where it influences even our behavior. Mm. Where our thoughts are impacted by what we are learning, what we're listening to, what we are reading in the Bible. Yeah, because it's useless just go, oh, Daniel, oh, what a guy, yeah. what a great guy. God, I want to be like Daniel, but not actually doing the things that make you like Daniel. And I feel like sometimes, I feel like we need to get away from this whole religious thing where we just, or this thing of doing things because we feel obliged to do it. Like, like oh, it's a Christian, you should pray, you should read the Bible, yeah. you, should know, you should know the word. Because I feel like you just know the word so you can just quote verses, mm. but you're empty. Because you're not doing it. You're just deceiving yourself. Now you you think you're a Christian because you know Bible verses. But even the enemy knew them. Imagine, mm. he tempted Jesus with the word. He didn't tempt Jesus with other things. He tempted him with the word. So we need to get to a place where we realize that just knowing that thou shalt not steal is deeper if we are still stealing. Because oh. in every commandment, there's an instruction to be obeyed. Mm. Hmm. And we see how the the children of Israel, how every time they disobey God, how God would just let them be taken to the end of the enemy. And you know what? Speaking on like obedience, one thing I would like to share is that obedience is also contending hmm. okay. for, 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 for blessings. For the promise. Like. It's one of the tools. I know sometimes we like to think. uh, Prayer. What what. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. But then you never know what one. Simple. Obeying one simple. What what, what obeying one simple instruction can do for you. Mm. Because it could be. That your promise is contingent upon that. Obedience. So, like, whenever you obey, don't do it for the sake of, ah, okay, fine, I'll do it. Because you never know what is on the other side of that mm-hmm. obedience. With the Israelites, God told them, obey me so you can possess the land. Obey me so you can inherit the things that I promised to your fathers. Mm-hmm. So, when we obey, we come in alignment with the promises of God. Yes. So, always remember that. That obedience allows you to receive what God has promised you. Because some of the terms and conditions to our blessings are not prayer and fasting. It's just one simple obedience. And we'll go, this is this topic, I feel like might be needing part two because this topic is just so big. Like it is just such a big topic. 
Because now even goes to when uh, the other time I woke up that the Holy Spirit was just telling me that you can pray all you want, but if you don't live your life, I want you to live your life to the time. Yeah. You know, it just goes like obedience is part of cont- contending mm. for your future. Definitely. Mm. You know, imagine some of the Israelites didn't even see the promised land. Why? Because yeah. they were just not obeying. Yeah. Oh. And that's why the older generation had to die. Mm. Because they were not obedient. Moses did not get to enter into the promised land because he did not obey. Mm. So disobedience can hold you back from what was supposed to be yours, what was part of a promise mm. you were supposed to partake in. But because you disobeyed, you you you, you, you mm. can't inherit that thing anymore. Mm. Going back to God is a God of principle. He's not going to break yeah. that principle for you. Because mm. if he says, you to get this, you need to do this. And now people just say, hey, God is a liar. Mm. Exactly. Meanwhile, you are the problem. Exactly. You know, I, I saw a, a post that uh, Prophet Tiffany posted. She said, are you sure that you're not the weapon? Yeah, that is formed against <laughs> your own life. It's not prosper. I say, mm. you. Because sometimes you like to look around, mm. blame everyone else. Mm. But then ask yourself, before you blame everyone else, ask yourself, am I, am I obeying? Am I obedient to the word of God? The poor aunties and the grandmas in the village. Yeah. They say, hey, my village people are here. It's not your village people, it's you. Yeah. Oh. And sometimes you just have... Sometimes it's there and go friends. Yeah, she went there. <laughs> she went there. <laughs> it's letting go of associations. Letting go mm-hmm. of people that will cause you to... To have conversations that are not what is expected of you as a child of God. Mm. Sometimes you, you will get that conviction like, hey, don't talk about this. Stop right there. Mm. And you continue. That's disobedience. Yeah. So it's not always in the big things, but it's also in the small things. Even habits and mindset. Yeah, like, hey, don't eat those fries. You've had enough. Let's end the podcast because once she starts, starts talking about food, she's not ending. She'll miss you things you because, don't eat. Because obedience goes to so many things. Like, mm. firstly, the word of God and then the guidance of the Holy Spirit, of which the Holy Spirit guides us in everything. We just have to let him in. Mm. So if he's not guiding me in a specific area, ask yourself, have I let him in? Mm, my little sister. I'm so sorry to mention you. <laughs> Every time my brain just goes on vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we pray, this girl she needs to vomit. I'm wondering why they're giving her food and she's just taking. The Holy Spirit is telling her, "Don't take the food." What does this girl do? She just takes the food. And my sister said, "Then you stop taking food." And she goes, "Yeah, I've been feeling that from the Holy Ghost, but why you still munching?" I told her if she's going to eat that food, she must not bring it in this house. <laughs> she eats out the door. You know, but um, yeah. Imagine it, it was those things. Now, thank God for His mercy. Thank God for mercy, because every time, even at church, when there's prayer and the presence is, you just find her heaving, and all of a sudden she's coughing and she's vomiting, and wondering, what's going on? Your eyes vomiting. It's the tools she keeps putting in. Exactly. But we thank God for mercy. Whereas she had been instructed. Imagine, but she thought, "I am hungry." Hey. The flesh. The flesh. Mm. Might as well confess, God forgive me for overeating the other day. Yesterday. No, not yesterday, the day before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 
guys, we need to get to a place where we don't overeat, hey? Yeah. And we just, we need, yo, you know, sometimes you just want the, the junk food and all the groceries, no. And it's, it's a lot. Hmm. It's, it's hard, but we need to obey. You know, because I feel like we always think it's the big things. Even the food, the no, guys, you know how, how much I miss groceries. Even the dressing, it's, oh. it's everything, guys. Got Friends. Got the cabs, she said dressing, got the cabs. Watching TV. Music. Oh Jesus, she went there. It's, it's it's everything. It's everything. Like, that's true. Everything pertaining to our lives. I think music needs a whole top a whole episode is old because that they need to go to the spiritual side of the, of the, of of music. But obedience goes to every area of our lives. Hmm. Every area of our lives. If we were going to call ourselves children of God then we should be led by the Holy Spirit in everything. Mm. Every single thing. Every. I can't even stress this enough. Every. Mm. Eh. How, how many areas, <laughs> aspects of life does one have you know, like, in our social lives, in our, where we buy our houses, everything, where we bank even. Because, you know, the Holy Spirit can help you in every area. Where I open my business. And when he shows us these things, we have to obey. Because he's supposed to help us. He's supposed to teach us. But then he cannot help you if you don't want to be helped. That's true. You know, Apostle Munez said the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Unless you ask him or you let him in, he is never going to come in. Yeah. And I like how you mentioned dressing. Because, you know, the the Bible says dress modestly. But we think being modest is boring. Whereas... It also says we're the love of the world, meaning that we're supposed to shine the light of the world. And every time I want to wear something, sometimes I want to wear a crop top and something. Sometimes and the, she wants to show her butt. <laughs> and the Holy Ghost will say, if I told you to go prophesy to that person right now, do you think that person will receive the prophecy? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, eh. <laughs> then he goes, that's what I'm going to say. And also, massively, I'm changing. Yeah. You know, and another thing he also says that a simple act as dressing modestly. You know, Lady Anne spoke about how uh, as a Christian you, sh- you should show that you're a Christian by the way you dress. Mm. And I think we had a conversation about it before, about how sometimes, guys, I'm about to go there, about how sometimes you have dreams of men trying to sleep with you. Sometimes mm. it's a simple act of not obeying dress modestly. Now you're walking out and your nipples are squirting at the folks. Some man out there is fantasizing about you. And when you go to bed, what happens? That man now is, now that man is, is, is coming to you and he's trying to have sex with you. And now you're rebuking. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And then you walk out in skimpy shorts. And then the same thing keeps happening. And you keep wondering, God, God, God save me from spiritual spouse. Sometimes it's not even spiritual spouse. Sometimes it's, the mere, it's just a simple thing that you're not obeying God in terms of your dressing. And I used to always make an excuse and be like, but I'm skinny. I can't wear loose things. I look like a grandma. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit said, no one said wear loose things. Mm. Just look respectable. And, you know, it's also about the podcast. Listen to one of the guys named Chimere. He said, if you find yourself still complaining, that's not the conversation of a dead person. You need to be dead to the, to the flesh. And, be, and, and, you know, just be to die. So if you still find yourself making complaints concerning the flesh... You're still very much alive. And that's what obedience is. Dying. Dying, guys. Mm. Dying. Conversation closed. Obedience <laughs> is dying to self and See being alive <laughs> to Christ, to God, 
to the Holy Spirit. So if ever you want to remember what obedience is, death to self, alive to Christ. Mm. And that's it. That's it. We shall leave you at that. In fact, we shall leave you with the verse. John 14, verse 15. If ye love me, keep my commandments. Till next week. Bye.